Hi, this is Nara Bonafidi with Good Faith Ministries. Welcome to my podcast, I Was Made for This, where we will be talking about identity, things like finding your real purpose and how God has an awesome plan for your life. Discovering who you really are, what you were made for, and becoming who God has created you to be is true freedom. So I invite you to join me as we explore and talk about God's goodness, His unique plan for each of us, and how we can experience victory in our lives. Hi everyone, thank you for joining me. Today we're talking about true freedom. We're celebrating July 4th this week, Independence Day, and there's no better time to be talking about freedom and identity. What does freedom mean to you? While you're thinking about that, I'll tell you what freedom means to me. First of all, I love my country. I celebrate July 4th, and I'm so thankful to be living in the United States of America. There is no other place I would rather call home than the USA, land of the free and home of the brave. Yay. But aside from living in this great country, true freedom to me means becoming who God has created me to be, living in His divine purpose for my life and discovering who I am in Him and what I was made for. You know, I'm so thankful that I was raised by parents who took me to church where a good spiritual foundation was laid for me when I was a child. We were not a perfect family by any means, but all four of us, my parents, my brother, and myself— We knew Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and we attempted to live our lives according to God's Word and as Christ's followers. Having said that, we had our challenges and shortcomings, but thank God for His grace and His mercy. You know, freedom for some people may mean being set free from an addiction, getting healed from a disease, or from a broken heart. Freedom may mean being released from prison, either a physical prison with iron bars or a mental and emotional one. Freedom means different things to different people, but today we're going to talk about the freedom you experience when you discover your true identity, who God has created you to be, who you are in Christ. So since we're talking about freedom and identity, I want to start off with these two scriptures. The first one is John 8, 32. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Psalm 139, 14. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. You know, in discovering your true identity, you really have to choose what you're going to believe. If you're a Christian then you have to settle it in your mind that God's word is final authority in your life and it is truth. If that's not settled, then you'll be pulled by anything and everything that is out there in our society today and that's screaming in your ears what is and is not your identity. I think we all could probably agree that there is an identity crisis in the world today. People are confused about who they are or are not. Many people are confused about their gender, their reason for living, their heritage. You name it, 
there's confusion. And who do you think the author of confusion is? Well, it's not God. So let's start in the beginning. I'm a teacher, so I like to start at the beginning. In the beginning, God created. This is found in the first book of the Bible in the first two chapters. That's step number one in discovering your identity. Who the creator is and what he created. Kind of simple, right? So who created you? If that's not settled in your mind, then you will have issues all your life because you will not really ever know who you are. If a person believes that they are just, I don't know, lucky mud, then they will never tap into the greatness that God is and realize that that greatness can also exist in themselves because we were made in God, God's image. Acts 17, 28 says, In Him we live and move and have our being. So, what were you created for? Why are you here? What were you made for? So many people find their value and worth uh, in another person. But what happens when that person is gone? Either they leave for whatever reason or they pass away, they move to heaven. I recently heard a song and the lyrics went something like this. You are the reason for my living. Even though I understand that a loving relationship can add so much to your life and together with that person, there is a future and a purpose. That's not your only reason for living. Some people cannot find another reason to live after a person leaves them. And I tell you, that's very sad because there is still life to live and God can still help you find value in the life that you're living and move forward. Think about this. If your source of life comes from God, then when a person you love is no longer with you, then you can draw from that life source, which is God. It's like drawing from um, water from a well. It's a well that will never run dry. You know, another question people ask themselves is, where do I belong? Well, I'm working on a whole series on this titled Finding Your Tribe. But for the sake of time and for now, I'll just say that the people you hang around will have more influence on you and your destiny than you can even imagine. It is of utmost importance to have people of the same like faith and people who walk with God around you for encouragement, edification, correction, and just speaking the truth and love to you. I would encourage you to find the people who are supposed to be in your life and cut out the ones who are not for you and not good for you. And I mean the ones that aren't for you. There are healthy boundaries that I've actually had to set in my own life because I discovered that not just everyone in my life understood or even cared about what God has called me to. Oh, but those who love me and see what I was made for and what I am supposed to do on this earth, those people are valuable and precious to me. I treasure those relationships even when they speak truth and correction to me. And sometimes that happens. Everyone needs some of those people in our lives, in your life. My husband and I have a youth prison ministry. 
And one of the first things we do is to help these youth find out who they are. So many of them have found their identity in gangs or people who have influenced them in a very negative way. They have, like so many people, an identity crisis. The people around them were bad influences. Their environment, their family life, or I should say lack of family life, helped shape them into someone that they were not created to be. And they also made bad choices. They imitated others around them who were making bad choices. And it just perpetuated. They come into prison thinking that, hey, they know who they are. But that thinking has led them to incarceration. They are in a place they don't want to be, and they can't get out. They've lost their freedom, their rights, privileges, as long as they are in that prison. It's during that time that I try to change their focus and challenge them to find out their purpose in life and discover their true worth. Many times, it's like, like peeling an onion. There are so many layers to work through. But it's so rewarding when I see in their eyes that they are beginning to realize that they have value and that they can change their life's course, that they have the power. When they start to experience the freedom that God brings, many of them start to make better choices and become excited about their future. Hopelessness starts to fade, and this can happen for anyone. And even though most of us are not in a physical prison with bars, there are emotional, mental, uh, financial, and relational prisons that people are in. There are addictions that hold people captive. There is true freedom from all of this, and it is found in God's promises, in His Word. So why is discovering your true identity so important? Without knowing this, it will not only affect your life, but it will affect your family, your future, your health, your relationships. It's really important. I will be so bold to say that it will affect the world. Why do I say that? There is no one like you. You are unique. There is no other person that possesses the unique gifts, talents, insights, abilities that were given to you by God, your creator. You matter. You matter to God and to others. But if you don't know your own self-worth or your own value, then you will never reach your full potential in life. Knowing who you are is truly vital. Now let's talk about the next step in discovering your true identity. And that is being born again, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I'm confident that most of my audience has already made this decision to follow Christ. But for those of you that haven't, I encourage you to find a Bible and read these two scriptures, John 3.16 and Romans 10.9. Then pray, repent of your sins, and ask Jesus to come into your heart. It's really that simple. Your life will never be the same. And you will be on the right path in discovering your identity and purpose in life. I was, born, I was born again when I was 10 years old. And I'm so thankful for my parents who took me to church every Sunday and for what I learned. However, 
Life took some interesting twists and turns when I was a teenager, and I became dissatisfied with my life, and at one point, I was in a deep, dark pit, figuratively. I was having a temporary identity crisis. I'm so thankful for the foundation I had spiritually. It was that foundation and God's divine intervention that literally saved my life. And the journey with him has continued throughout the years. I've discovered that a relationship with Jesus is the most wonderful and exciting, rewarding, adventurous, and meaningful thing a person can ever experience. As you walk with the Lord, you will still go through life's challenges, but he has provided the answers and the grace to see you through each and every one of them. You know, our foundational scripture for our ministry, Good Faith Ministries, is God is good and his mercy endures forever. And God has been so good to me, even when I didn't deserve it. For those of you who gave your life to Christ many years ago and life has become stagnant, or you feel that you are not fulfilling God's purpose for your life, then there is still time. As long as you are breathing, God can and will move in your life. He'll show you things to come and how you can experience victory and fulfill your purpose here in this life. You know, whether you are 8 or 80, it's never too early to start in the right direction or too late to change direction in order to live the good life God has already provided for you. So in closing, I would like to encourage you to meditate on some of the identity scriptures in the Word of God. Here's two that have really encouraged me, and it's found, one of them is found in Psalm 1611. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasure of living with you forever. And Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. I'm going to give you a little teaser for our next podcast about identity. The title of it is, Wake Up, Stand Up, and Speak Up. It's about who you identify with. You know, this past weekend, we went to a professional baseball game. We had a blast with some of our family members. The Texas Rangers were playing the Houston Astros. And before the ball game, we went to a store, and I purchased some Texas Rangers t-shirts for my husband and me. We identified with our home team. There were other people in the stadium with the Houston Astros shirts on, which identified them with that team. You know, I was sitting there and just looking around the stadium, enjoying the game, but actually enjoying people watching more. I'm, I'm a people watcher. And this thought came to me. I think it was from the Lord. Actually, I know it was. If you wore a T-shirt with nothing written on it, could people identify who you are? or whose team you were on. And I knew instantly what he was trying to say to me. Is my life reflecting the goodness of God? Would people know I was a Christian without wearing a cross around my neck or a Jesus team t-shirt? And I'll leave you with this. Something I've heard and it rings true. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. In the society we live in today, it is more important than ever to know who you are and whose you are. To wake up 
to the reality of things, to stand up for truth, and to speak up when you know you should. I hope all of you have a safe and fun July 4th. My husband Ross and I are spending the 4th a little differently this year since we are celebrating our first date, which was on July 4th, 20 years ago today. I will never forget how it all started. He flew me from Fort Worth, Texas to Washington, D.C. Our first date consisted of attending the, the celebration and watching the spectacular fireworks on the D.C. Mall. As I was sitting there in awe of the firework display and actually enjoying a, a vegetarian sandwich and a really neat picnic basket that he prepared on the D.C. Mall lawn, I thought to myself, huh, this guy's kind of cool. The rest is history. What an adventure it has been. We will be sitting on our back patio tonight watching the fireworks from the neighboring towns. We are blessed to have property that is on a hill where we have a 360-degree view of all the firework displays. I can't think of a better way to celebrate our first date 20 years ago. Happy Independence Day, and I look forward to you joining me again next week as we dig deeper and we talk more about identity. God bless you all, and happy Independence Day.